When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Jason and Alexis Show podcast, presented by our delightful friends at the Freehouse. When you listen to the podcast, you can thank the Freehouse. We thank them all the time, right, Lex? Oh, we love the Freehouse. Thank you, Freehouse. Thank you, Freehouse, and thanks for the beer. Lex and Dawn, I have a great idea. Yes? Thank you for asking. I would like to take you two out to lunch. Are you game? Let's do it. Where are we going? We are going to the Lowry. I love the Lowry. Ooh. It's one of my favorite places. They have such good apps. And there are various ways that they can serve you. Three ways. First, we can go inside. Or you can order online for the Lowry from one of their delivery partners. Or you can pick it up from the restaurant. Should we go inside, though? Yeah, let's go inside. Let's, let's go have some inside. breakfast. Okay. And then we'll get some food to go. And it's all my treat. Can we get yes. food for like three days? Um, I'm just asking for a Dawn, friend. I think you're kind of stretching <laughs> my right. generosity, but they do have amazing breakfast and mimosa yes. flights and Bloody Marys. But Don, I don't think you can get the Bloody Marys to go. All right. Ooh, and it's Bloody Marys all day, every day. Well, but I, I thought Mama needed a beer. Don't you want some free house beer at the Lowry? Yeah, actually, let's do it all. Why not? <laughs> I'm Dawn, thirsty and her? I get out. I guess I'll be driving. <laughs> you, you are driving. Uh, you can make reservations. You can check out the menu. You can order pickup and you can order online at the LowryUptown.com. Can Dolly Parton go? I guess I can. You're literally. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my Talk Metal 7-1 and live streaming all over the earth at MyTalkMetal71.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to become the official quality control director for Birkenstocks, ladies and gentlemen, Ooh. Alexis Thompson. <laughs> Good morning. Fluffy. <laughs> I'm the worst know, yodel uh, ever. Sounded like Count Chocula. Good morning, buddy. <laughs> it did. Oh, good morning, Grant. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> good morning. Hey, good, good morning, mo- Kenny. <laughs> Am I here? Hi. Hello. Ooh, oh, hello. Oh, he sounds pretty bad. We might have to reconnect yeah. it, Kenny. I'm going to get oh. you back up, okay? Kenny, oh. we're going to re... Oh, Kenny sounds like he's in a very, oh. very dark cave. Yeah. Tin can, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to oh. send that back over, Kenny. Okay, Kenny. Oh, we're gonna reconnect him. Kenny's like, oh, good. Maybe, maybe I don't have to do this wackadoodle show today. And good morning, all of you, on this uh, Friday, October 9th, twenty twenty. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to National Moldy Cheese Day. Welcome to National Leif Erickson Day. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. 
This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. Coffee, 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 coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. Alexis. How is your coffee? Oh, Jace, it is fresh. It is French roasty. It is Puerto Rican black, just the way I like it. Mine, it's very nice for Friday. Yes, Jace, how's yours? Mine is strong. Mm. Mine is tall. Mine is dark and handsome. Nice. And it has just an ounce of bitchiness in it. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Grant, what are you uh, what, what are you drinking today? I'm drinking a cup of decaf Chippewa spring water straight from the water cooler right outside of B. Arthur's office. <laughs> yeah. Some decaf water? Deca- I'm just, I, there's no <laughs> caffeine. Nice. As you guys no, know, I-, I don't drink a lot of caffeine. So. Yeah. <laughs> Be careful for that water outside of B. Arthur's yeah, office. Right? I, think she, yep. I think she spikes it with things. And if, it's been uh, there for a long time. Yeah, I'd be very, oh, very careful yeah. of that. We're not going through water like we used to, huh? No, no. no. There's nobody in here to drink it but yeah. me. <laughs> no. I think that water's been there since before the pandemic hit. I it think it's been be. the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just disgusting to think about. Oh yeah, please don't. Oh no, I just. Well, I was again. Uh, yeah. I uh, this office, this uh, the studio that I do the radio show in. It was so funny when I came in here, um, uh, when I returned to the studio to do the to do the talk show in July or whenever that was. This was like a time capsule. I walked in here and I sat down and I had a magazine from March. Uh, sitting in here, I had scripts. I had my final script uh, from March, and then uh, yeah, wow. and that was it. And what's what's funny is wow. our guest today, Lex, uh, a little bit later in the eight o'clock hour, Maria Shaw. Yeah. She was one of our last regular studio guests um, before the pandemic, and uh yeah and because i saw a thing uh, uh with her name on it it was just weird and then i came in here and i was like wow this is it's like i i went into a time machine and fast forwarded six months and um yeah, was, that was an odd day it was really really weird and now here we are in october Hello. Yep, more odd days <laughs> more yeah more odd <laughs> days more, more odd days feels weird <laughs> yeah more more odd and then uh, you know, this morning I'm looking, I literally turned to my left as I was getting ready to say this anyway, and uh, the news has um, spotlighting Hurricane Delta hitting Louisiana again. Um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hit it uh, this afternoon into the oh, night, yeah. and it's the trajectory, and I, I need to watch uh, the other weather this morning or the updated weather, but last night... They had it, uh, the path was projected to be just 15 miles to the east of where it hit six weeks ago when it devastated uh, my mom's uh, city of Lake Charles, Louisiana. Um, it's, so it's basically the exact same path, 15 miles, when you're talking about a giant uh, storm isn't a lot. Um, no. So, no. Did did her neighbors did a lot of them move back in the meantime or Um not a lot of them but um okay. this one guy who uh <laughs> this one guy who ended up being like real mean to my mom he he was a fairly new neighbor he kind of lived across the way and he my mom thought he was nice for a while and then it was like day 2 uh post hurricane so it would have been like Friday or Saturday and you know, that was the weekend we were trying to figure out what she wanted to do. 
I didn't understand here the extent of the damage. I, you know, she was kind of, I was just glad that she had survived on Friday morning, um, if Thursday to Friday. And then Saturday, we really got a sense of, oh, no, 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 no. This is this cleanup. Yeah, this cleanup. Um, she's not going to have electricity or water for a long time. And so that Saturday, this jerk, this neighbor, uh, like she went out in the yard and asked him for something like, a, you know, she saw the had a generator or something and she asked him if she could charge her phone and he went off on her like you better get out of here or they're gonna wind up finding you dead in that house <gasps> and, oh and like gosh. screaming at her well i bring this up because um i <laughs> went over there yesterday and she you know once that happened she was like oh you know used very choice cuss words uh, to describe him and so yesterday she said uh, she t- called the neighbor that she's uh, her next door neighbor miss wanda who she loves and she said miss wanda was reporting back to her that jerk face just just put on a brand new roof and just fixed his carport and she's like, what? What is he doing? Like, any, I guess if you live there and you're in the middle of hurricane season, you do minimal repairs, but you don't you don't do full repairs until hurricane season is over, especially a season like this one. Right. She said that that jerk just now finished putting putting up a brand new carport. And now there's another storm coming today. And she's like, I wish I could feel bad. <laughs> she goes, but I just can't. And I said, yeah, I, I don't blame you, mom. I don't blame you. But um, oh. just watching the watching the news last night and seeing the people evacuating, you know, just clogging mm-hmm. up uh, the, the, the clog of the highway. I, I know that I, I know that highway well, and it, it's just I hope as many people got out of there as humanly possible, because as the news reports, if you as you guys have been seeing, they haven't even recovered from six weeks ago. Mm-mm. I mean, it's it's sad. It's it's just awful. It's Feels just like Puerto Rico all over again. huh? It, yeah, Lex, it absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Like one thing after another. And yeah. I, I I don't know how these poor folks are going to uh, be able to get back on their feet without a lot of help, uh, especially if you know, their their insurance is lacking. And uh, even if they have insurance, you know, what does it cover? I just I, I feel so bad for them because it was pure devastation before. And now, you know, all that debris lex is, uh, is still in the city. I mean, I forgot what they said, how many metric tons of debris is still all over Lake Charles. Well, what's going to happen is their fear is all of that twisted metal lex, all of that debris is sitting all over the place. And in winds at 110, 125 miles an hour, that debris becomes projectiles. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, you know, and the city's been cleaning up the, the debris as quick as they can, but it's only been six weeks. And they're still, they did an aerial shot. Because I guess the law there or what you're supposed to do is if you have like twisted metal or like in my mom's case, her carport or her neighbor's carport uh, blew off and flew onto her property, Mm. you're responsible for getting it to the front of your yard and then the city or FEMA picks it up. Well, there are thousands of those piles all across Lake Charles. So you put those piles of debris 
in winds at 120, 130 miles an hour, that's those are projectiles. I mean, that's yep. the, it, it's just awful. And sometimes awful. those little pieces of metal cause even more damage because they yep. can fly higher and and longer and. Oh, man. Yeah, it's just awful. So today, guys, if you, uh, my talkers, if you have uh, an extra prayer in your pocket, an extra thought in your mind today, uh, keep it as we go through Friday to the good people of Louisiana uh, who are going to be experiencing another rough uh, time period. Guys, it is 612. Uh, Please stay right there. We'll be back right after these words. Dot, how do you like them apples? Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk world of 71, everything entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex. And, and uh, Kenny and Grant filling in for Dawn, who's taking a day off. And Kenny is actually back. We actually have Kenny. Sounding good. Good, good morning, yes. Kenny. I just had to reboot. Now everything's fine. And now everything's fine. Yeah. It's just as it's supposed to be. Good morning, mm-hmm. Kenny. Good, good to talk to you, my friend. Nothing like a reboot on a Friday morning to get you through the day. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, reboots are always good, they're, they're sometimes necessary. You know, in life, you just sometimes need a reboot. You need yeah. to hold down that power button and just reboot. I needed one yesterday. Did you? Yeah, I did. Did you reboot? I did, and I got it in the form of animal life. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So, okay, so this is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where is this going? Yeah. <laughs> just, Grant, that's the magical yeah. mystery tour of the show. You just never quite know. Go ahead. Doug. All right, so... I, you know, I, can, I live in the woods. There's a lot of animals, and they're kind of just taking over. I mean, they're everywhere. I'm seeing all these beautiful birds and little guys all over the place. And yesterday, I just was feeling weary. I, you know, you just kind of like, I need to get out. I need to go do something. Okay. I'm just not in a good headspot. I don't feel good, you know? So we went on a walk, a nice long walk. Okay. And do you guys have an animal that when you see, you feel a little lucky because you don't see it very often? Wow. I'm not saying like this is a sign that life is going to be, you know, uh, amazing or, you know, uh, Machine Gun Kelly, you know, like I'm with the person of my dreams or, you know, whatever he thought (laughs) when he saw like that hole in the tree or whatever. Right. Right. But you weren't that high. (laughs) No, no, no. It's not not like that. You know, it's just going. Oh, cool. That's cool. Yeah. And for me, that's black squirrels. Oh, right. Yeah. Because they're just. I love black animals just in general. I just think they're really cool. They're slick. They're just every time I see one, I'm like, wow. And maybe it's just a counter to, you know, the black cat, you know, the the whole, I, I had a grandma, my grandma Mona was very, very superstitious. And so black cats would freak her out. But I always thought the opposite. So I saw three black squirrels yesterday, guys. Wow. A whole family. <laughs> a whole family. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Wow, I I saw the first one. I'm like, wow, that, okay. Black squirrel. All right. Neat. That's a neat, that's neat. Walked a little bit. There's another one. So then, so Angel was on the walk with us and he goes, oh yeah, there are legions of black squirrels here. Legions. (laughs) Legions. Legions of black squirrels. (laughs) Kenny, legions of black squirrels. 
Yeah. It's like a, it's right below a herd. Yeah. Herd. <laughs> right. There is a murder of crows over here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, don't you see them all the time here? And I'm like, oh, wah, wah. <laughs> Not really. Uh, I really have, don't see them all the time. He's like, well, I do. And I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> Then you must feel like you all the time. <laughs> uh, but for a moment there, I was really feeling, you know, it brightened my spirit just to see. Then I saw the, the third squirrels. one. Yeah, it felt like a trifecta. Go, there's another one. Whoa. <laughs> um, and I don't know how rare they are, but they feel rare to me. And um, I know they're part of the gray squirrel. You know, they're it's an anomaly and... Uh, you know the some combination, but they can mate with gray squirrels. So it's, who can like, mate they're with all the, the gray same squirrels? Family. The black squirrel can. Oh, yeah. Oh. So they're allowed. It's not. It's not deliverance kind of thing. They, yes. they can. <laughs> they're not as special. Yeah. You know, they only mate with each other. You know, they don't squirrel discriminate church, that way. They don't mind, so everything's cool there. <laughs> Right, yeah. All right, right. They have to do some conversion therapy, but it's fine. Guess who's coming to dinner? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. A gray squirrel. Wow, wow. Well, I'm thinking here. What will the neighbors say? It was... I'm looking at uh, I'm 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 looking at the because before Phil Jones does this uh-huh. black I'm looking at some info information and are they uh, that I, special uh, well here we go uh, under the question are black squirrels more aggressive than the rest of the squirrels oh it says black squirrels are which are native to the Midwest uh, Ontario Quebec and parts of northeastern U S and Great Britain are actually significantly more aggressive than your average gray or red squirrels. Um, And then the difference in behavior is due to the squirrel's higher levels of testosterone. Oh. Is that why you like them? Probably. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Grant, probably. (laughs) I mean, they're really active. They don't really stay in one spot. They're moving all over the place, going up and down those trees. The black squirrel is the same. Probably looking for a sweet honey. Well, it is, because the black squirrel is the same species as the gray squirrel and poses no threat to the variety of black squirrels uh, and and poses no threat Ah. to the variety black squirrels can mate with grays. uh, And if this happens, offspring will have a combination of faulty and fully working genes, giving them a brown black coat. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah. So, and then the, the, now this should scare us all. The fifth, you know how Google uh, uh, curates questions, yeah. you know, like, and it's under the people also ask box when you Google something. Oh, no. Is the, it about eating them? Yep. The sixth oh. question, the sixth question that Google populated is, is black squirrel good to eat? Yeah. Is it? Oh. And? <laughs> um, Graybeard, uh, they are both good to eat. Uh, and according to... Yeah, it's, I, uh, I've eaten squirrel. I have. Have you? Yes, my uncle had squirrel one time, and I tried it. Absolutely, it was nothing I will ever eat again. But I Did tried it. Tastes it. like chicken. Oh no! Yeah, it okay, just tasted like a dark meat chicken kind of. You know, it just. Oh yeah, yeah. My cousin Carter, I think he eats those like on white bread or something. I don't know. He's <laughs> Carter's very outdoorsy. That kid is like oh, yeah. my uncle's the same way. 
Kenny, have you eaten squirrel? Um, oh, I'm sure. I have an admission. Uh, there is a squirrel hunting season, mm-hmm. and uh, my my son uh, is a real outdoorsy type, and. I told him, you know, go ahead and go squirrel hunting, but you're not going to let it lay. Uh, you know, I, I refuse to waste any kind of animal like that, so you have to eat it. And he took that news with, oh, my God, it, it made him the happiest kid in the whole wide world. And uh, he goes out there, and uh, he, he, he'll he get a squirrel or two, and he eats them. Oh, wow, yeah. using all the animal. Yeah. Uh you know, and I call, I, I accuse of them of getting, you know, you're going to eat that COVID squirrel, kid? You're, you're going to try, you're going to at least put it over a flame and warm it up? You're just going to eat it raw. But he claims it's a, he thinks it's a delicacy. My he, uncle's he the really, same way. He really, really oh. likes it, but I will not. No, I don't. No, come on. no. Just don't eat my lucky black squirrels, no. okay? When... When I see, when I hear Carter, he's like, when I hear him, like, ah, I gotta, I'm gonna get a Kaiser roll for this squirrel. I'm like, no, nah, yeah. you, you can have it all so yourself. Now my kid has a whole list of wild animals that he wants oh. to eat. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Come on, home a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. We're right here. We can hear everything you're saying, Rocco. It's very, 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 very rude. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything in living color. I'm Jace with Lex and Grant filling in for Dawn. Kenny's here, and we couldn't be happier. Thank you. Thank and you it's very much. Friday. It I is said it right Friday. You did, Kenny. Did you notice that you. she said it correct? She said it I've right. Crossing my fingers all morning. <laughs> Me too. Thank you. Thank you for I that. know. I know. I figure after Black Squirrel talk, uh, we'll just say Friday. Hey, I love that. I I love Black Squirrel. I mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to eat one like Carter, mm-hmm. but my or Kenny's son. But uh, do you guys have an animal like that where you see you're just like, wow, I don't see you very often. That's pretty cool. Kenny, you see Al- a lot of animals. Do you? Albino unicorns. They're running around <laughs> everywhere wow. out in my woods. I'm Legions? really worried about them for deer hunting. Have you, yeah. have you seen an albino? So magical. Have you seen an albino squirrel before? Yes. Oh yeah. 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 There's a, there's one at my parents' house. It's 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 just fun to look at. I really think it's awesome. I mean, they're survivors. Yeah. Because they do not camouflage well. And and it's the- been around for years now. Yeah, oh, wow. there, yeah, there's there was one in Loring Park when I first moved there that became friends with one of the hookers in the park, and it was like a Disney movie. It was like a buddy movie because every time you would see the hooker, uh, you would see uh, her pet squirrel, and, oh, no. and, and yeah, I'm not I oh, not wow. kidding. Yeah, she sat. Uh, she was a lady of the night. And she sat. Uh, she sat on a bench, direct because I lived above a coffee shop in Loring Park, and I and I was high enough. I was on the fifth floor, apartment five ten, and I could see uh, all across the park. And uh, yeah, and on the weekends, usually Saturdays, um, uh, Saturdays around dinner time, you would see a uh, hooker. 
and uh, she would get there and the the albi- and she would feed the squirrel. She oh, would that's have. Why. Sure. Yeah, she would. Mm-hmm. She would come. It, it, I knew this woman's routine. She would go uh, to the Speedway, which was then a Super America. She'd get some snacks, some uh, pre-hooker and snacks, and then Ooh, she went like to Cheetos? Lotus. Like what kind I don't of know. Snacks? I mean, Nuts? just you know, she'd get, she'd always, yeah, she would always have a Super America bag, <laughs> and then she went to Lotus, which I appreciated her good taste in food because I mm. love Lotus. Um, they have the best egg rolls and fish sauce. Uh, just wanted to give them a plug. I love that family. Anyway, um, so she would also get some egg rolls at the the Lotus, and she would sit there, have her pre hooker and snack and meal, and then the and she would feed the the albino squirrel. Oh man, that then, squirrel got egg egg rolls. No wonder it came yeah. back for more. But there was an albino squirrel, and then when Dar came to visit me one time, she encountered the the squirrel, and there's there were black squirrels in the Loring Park too. So, <laughs> Loring Park was a bastion of of just diversity in squirrels. It was it was yeah, it was great, and wildlife in general, <laughs> yeah. raccoons and and uh, yeah, it was great. Anyway, I digress. Nice. There's my there's <laughs> you my had a nice bird's eye story. view too. I did. I loved that. Oh, I loved living there. That was a great place to spend my twenties. Oh, it was exciting. It was fun. I just remember everybody because Kenny, you'll know. Uh, you know, Loring. In the seventies and eighties, had a really bad reputation. Loring Park, oh, yeah. Did. yeah. And I remember uh, people telling me that I would encounter, you know, adults because um, I moved here when I was twenty two, twenty three. Oh, Jason, be very careful of Loring Park. Be very careful. And I think it was a little bit of na- naivete or whatever. But I, I always felt safe. I never saw anything nefarious. I, I mean. The hooker looked very nice. I mean, you know what I mean? And and she was really the only one. I never felt unsafe. Um, and I walked home. Um, I worked at WCCO at the time. And I walked home every day for 10 years um, at like 2 o'clock in the morning. And right. uh, and, and, felt and felt perfectly. Safe. Oh, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> I, felt, I felt fine. I had um, a girlfriend that lived uh, really close to that Super America. And uh, this would have been, I think, the late 80s. And it was the same thing. We walked everywhere. Uh, yes. up to, uh, always walked into downtown and then walked home in the middle of the night. And it was just a great place to be. A lot of I, fun. I will. It was. I, I look back, you know, as I'm drooling with Alexis in the craft room at Sunset Acres, <laughs> eating my rice pudding uh, and uh, demanding that the nurse puts on uh, episode 22 of season six of Dallas. I, I will look. I will look back at that ten years, the, the, my first ten years in Minneapolis, living there. Uh, just a just a bookmark, a fabulous, fabulous time of my life. It was did exciting. You have a car? Oh, I did, Kenny. But you know what? I I really did. I didn't realize how much I walked, and which, mm-hmm. and then, and then in turn, Kenny. I, I, I don't realize how much I don't walk as much as I used to because right. I walked everywhere. Why are you la- what, what are you laughing? Well, because I had a car and I went from uh, Loring over to Kenwood and it was the same thing. When you get a parking spot close to oh. your building, yeah. you end up walking for the next three weeks because that spot is yes. so awesome. Oh. You don't want to give it up. <laughs> no. 
you do not give it up. <laughs> so you call cabs, you walk, yep. you take yep. a bike, you do oh. whatever you can to keep that awesome parking spot. You take pictures of your car in front yep. of your building. <laughs> I would go You're check like, Look on at it. Me. Oh yeah, I'd go check yeah. on it. Okay, is he okay? Yeah. Is the neon is the red? Cool. Yep, is the red neon okay? Well, and then what was oh. the best, Kenny? I felt like I had won the lottery. If I could get a parking space that I could see from my window. Oh, oh the best. Then, oh, Lex I, Lex, I wouldn't move for months. I yeah. was like, I don't care. I don't yes. care if I'm bleeding. I will call I will call somebody to drive me. I am not losing that space. Then Dust it snows and they're making you oh. move and you're like, no. No, I ain't moving. <laughs> and, then, and then when you're looking for a spot, you see somebody come out of their building and you just kind of slow way down okay where are you going yep. is that yeah. car yours is that car yours and you get to know who's driving what car yep. and oh, then you yeah. just sit and there and wait for him to pull out hurry up leave get out of here get out <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like what we used to do in the back lot at hbi before covid hit because we all wanted to park close <gasps> yes. to the building same yes. thing <laughs> oh it was and i couldn't afford you know it's it was my 20s i uh, well, you, I've said it countless times. I mean, I was eating gas station broasted chicken, you know, right. and, and using my dad's gas card uh, and <laughs> to live off of and, uh, you know, barely making rent. I mean, barely making rent. Do you remember what rent was back then? Uh, How much were okay. you paying a month? 480 yeah, yeah which yep. was a lot of money. I mean, it was yes. a, you know because I remember when I bumped up to my first a thousand. I remember moving to Plymouth, and my rent was a flat thousand. Oh Lord. I mean, I that scared me to death. I mean, that yeah. was that was a yep. huge thing. And but yeah, four eighty. It started at four forty, and then I remember it went up to four eighty. And I, I, I could barely make that. So I, my point in bringing that up is there, were, there was indoor parking, Lex. My yeah. ass couldn't afford it. Uh, my ass could not afford it. That was a luxury. I yes. was like, uh-uh. No, no, no. I, I did not. I, I, I did it my last year when, when, when Channel 9 gave me like a $12 raise. I was like, <laughs> like oh, I can do this now. Living high off the hog now. <laughs> I can get indoor drive, indoor parking space. But, oh. Oh, I, yeah. Same with us with our first apartment. It was like, we cannot afford. They had parking you know parking spaces there but yeah. we couldn't afford the garage and after the fourth time our car got broken into <laughs> and we had to pay for another radio and you know all the stuff that was stolen it was like you know what we just have got to make this work <laughs> and finally yeah i got it yeah we got paid a little bit more it's like okay we're getting that garage we have to yeah well what's worse getting you know robbed. yeah well, the, the 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 price difference, Lex, you're probably paying more in repairs and stuff yes. on your car than you would if you just got a garage. Well, speaking of all this, I I accident I didn't accidentally. Dawn revealed something, Lex. I don't know if you'll remember this. And Kenny, I don't know if you were on the show yet. Dawn and I have something completely trifling in common, and it goes with this narrative. I will re-reveal my embarrassing triflingness of my 20s when we return. Stay with us. <laughs> Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm my talk 1071 live on demand and on podcast. I'm Jace with Lex. Dawn is off. Grant filling in. Kenny's here. We're talking about our wonderful 20s. One of those great moments on our show where we just stumble upon a topic. 
Um, I was telling the gang how I lived in Loring Park for the first 10 years that I lived here, 9, 10 years. I, I moved here in 97. And like a lot of folks in your 20s, you're finding your way, um, and you're finding your way with very little money in your pocketbook <laughs> or in your wallet. And you're, because yep. you're, you're just starting off your career and it's just rent is, is woo child. Um, and, <laughs> Yeah, I was working at that point. I was working three jobs. I was I was working at Red Lobster. I was working at WCCO. Um, I worked at Caribou until a businessman made me cry and I quit. Um, and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just couldn't make it. Yeah, three seriously. jobs. Much yeah. like today. Much like today. Some things just don't change. Uh-huh. But yeah. Um, so anyway. I think you're an overachiever, Jason. Yeah. I think that's your problem. <laughs> yeah. Well. I don't know if that's it, but I, so even with those jobs, you know, it, it's hard. I'm right, Lex. I mean, you, oh, it's, oh, it's yeah. difficult living in a city that's expensive like this. Lex lived in Boston and, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and I had, I had Same. a Dodge, I had a Dodge neon. Well, <laughs> I had a red Dodge neon and because I was, as they, as the kids used to say, broke as a joke. Something happened to my car. Like I forget what it was. I, I think my, I think something with the engine. I don't know, but something, <laughs> something happened with my car, uh-huh. and I was, and I was unable to repair it. And I will pause here to say this is the story that I found out. Dawn and I have something really embarrassing in common in our twenties, and we both did this. And when Dawn revealed it, I screamed because I, I thought I was the only person that did this. Anyway. My car was parked in one of those coveted spots that Kenny and I were joking about, just this prime spot in Loring Park. Well, my car died. Like, I, something happened, and I went to turn it on one day, and it just it didn't work. And I, 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 like I said, had no money, very little money, and I couldn't turn it on. And I'm not really, like, well-versed on these things. So I was like, oh, gosh, you know, what do I do? And I just had to leave it. And luckily, I was... I was working at CCO at the time, so I could walk to my essentials. Like, I could walk to CCO, I could walk to Caribou, and there was a bus to Red Lobster. So I was fine. Well, I let it sit there, and let it sit there, and let it sit there. And then, finally, one day, the city of Minneapolis got sick of seeing it there. So the city of Minneapolis towed it and took it to the impound lot, and I never saw my car again. (laughs) That's one way. I couldn't afford to get it out. <laughs> and it wouldn't start anyway. It was dead. So you're I like, you're afford- doing me a favor. Thank I, you. I couldn't afford the repairs and I couldn't afford the impound lot charge. So I'm like, well, I guess the city of Minneapolis owns my car now. And. <laughs> And I, I was so bummed because I remember I had stuff in my trunk. Oh, that that's I, the only oh, thing. That's the yeah. only thing. Yeah, I had stuff in my trunk. Gotta clear it out. That I, I didn't clear out because you know it was like a crapshoot every day. I would look out the window. <laughs> was my car still there? It's you know a game what I mean? at this point, an anxiety-filled game. How long will the city of Minneapolis put up with this tacky red neon? <laughs> Well, 
And then one morning I woke up and I'm like, oh my goodness, it's gone. And oh. I remember like my stomach, I my my stomach dropped and I went down there. And I'm looking for it. Like I, I've, it's been parked in the same place for like months. And why, why I felt the need to go outside and further examine, like maybe it's somewhere else. You know, maybe they just moved just magically it. Magically moved. <laughs> Was it during the winter, too, so your car was the only one out there? No, no, it was like summer, spring. Oh. But again, and then I kind of giggled at myself. I remember standing in the street laughing or like off on the side by the Dunn Brothers in, in Loring Park. I remember laughing at myself going, why did you come down here? Like. It's gone. Like I I know I've looked at this car position. The parking space has been the same for like six months. And I come down, maybe, you know, did it maybe get moved like four spaces down where that did somebody Were you really take, dramatic too, like, where's my car? No, well, oh luckily my it was, gosh. It was early in the morning, so I was the only one out there, but it's just Maybe someone took it for a joyride. Yeah, no. even though no. driving no. that car was not a joy, but uh, it wouldn't but, yeah. start. Yeah. Oh gosh! Yeah. And oh, McLean had the McLean did the same, same thing. thing. Yeah, McLean let a car of hers <laughs> it's like, sent to the that'll do. That'll do. Thanks, Minneapolis. And then, yeah. Oh. The anxiety then, also, if your car is going to start, that was the worst feeling. Oh. Knowing you have to you know, get to work wherever you're going. Yep. And then just feeling like, I just hope I make it. I, I don't want to break down on the freeway. I, you know, oh, man. Yeah. Well, that's no. the backstory to the viral video guy, Dogface208, the guy that did the video from the longboard drinking the canberry, uh, cranberry juice. Oh, yeah. And uh, singing to Fleetwood Mac, you guys saw that. That yeah, you saw the video. I don't know the backstory though. The backstory is his car was a pile of crap, and he always kept his longboard in it. And sure enough, one morning a couple of weeks ago on the way to work, it broke down. He goes, it would just randomly stop. So he grabbed his longboard, he grabbed his jug of cranberry, and he just started boarding to work. And that's when he took the video. Yeah. Oh, I didn't <laughs> I know that. Cover now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and that's so, uh, the Ocean's, Ocean Spray, they actually bought him a pickup truck filled, of course, with cranberry juice. So he's in a new ride now. Yeah. Oh, so cool. And they gave yeah. him thousands of dollars. And he's even got a clothing line that's blowing up right now because of all this on top of it. Right. Yeah. Right. Wow. I think he had been selling uh, the clothing line anyway and promoting it on his, what? what is it, uh, Grant? TikTok or? Yeah, and his TikTok. TikTok. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wow. but you know who really owes him money is Fleetwood Mac. Because yes. that song, Whoa. Dreams, is back on top of the charts again. It's number yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, number it's, one. It's number one on iTunes, yeah. and the, I was just going to use this for the Dirt Alert, and the Greatest Hits album is actually number five on the album chart because yeah. of this. You know what? It's wow. time to cut Dogface a check for big, big <laughs> yeah. money. Oh, absolutely. And, and I just have to say, I know I've said this elsewhere, but when you're watching that video and it just opens up and he gives you the up nod, that literally sends chills down my spine. That is the coolest thing I have ever seen on the internet ever. Because he's just so chill, he's so laid back, and he just gives you that, hey, how's it going? Hey, <laughs> That hey. up nod is the coolest thing ever. Well, and now that backstory, because we all know how that feels. You're just, oh, oh but yeah. He's just like, I'm, you know, we're, we're making this work. <laughs> we're longboarding to work. 
We're drinking yep. some cranberry juice. Well, isn't yep. it funny how something oh. like that, a TikTok video, something viral in this new era can yeah. affect the charts? Like bringing back, making number one a what, 45-year-old album? Or I'm not yeah. quite sure how old that yeah. one is. Oh, but 70s. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that crazy? I mean, just... Yeah. Is a springboard for oh well let's let's uh, let's make this number one. Let's, and Jason, uh, he was living in a broken down RV in his brother's driveway, <laughs> doing oh everything he can just to make ends meet, wow. and now his and life has changed forever. Oh, I love those stories. Good so for cool. him. Forty three yeah. years later, that song that song came out in nineteen seventy seven. It was first released, and now it's number oh. one again. Wow. <sighs> I, I do love Fleetwood Mac. Oh, don't? Aren't they amazing? Oh, yeah, I love Fleetwood are. Mac. I oh. could just put it on the radio and just let it go forever. Mm-hmm. But don't do that. Keep no, the no, radio no. right here, everybody. Keep the radio right here. Quality right. entertainment. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, earlier in the show, I mentioned uh, Hurricane Delta and the good people of Lake Charles. Uh, coming up in our 7 o'clock hour at 7.30, our good friend Shaletta's back. She's uh, She has a connection to Lake Charles as well and uh, a really, really sweet really story. cool going on. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that, too. We have uh, Best of Passing Notes and much more Maria Shaw coming up. So stay right there. We have an exciting, a very exciting 7 o'clock hour ahead. But in the meantime, guys, don't forget Project Down and Dirty 2020 classic radio drama presented by Dr. Anesthetics and 360 Painting Minneapolis. Uh, we're all working for charities like Little Brothers Friends of the Elderly, Alina Health Care, Health Caring for Caregivers, Every Meal, and Springboard for the Arts. More information on our website.